0: Check this out, Trap. So, you know, <clears throat> my favorite rappers always say they don't write no more.
1: What are you doing?
0: And they normally just put all their lyrics on their phone. And You got tr- a show, bro. What I'm trying to get this jingle
1: straight for this Pazano's read, man. Jingle? We don't—what are you talking about, a jingle? I mean, we need something new. No, we don't. We're sticking to the script, okay? More pizza, less dough. Get a medium one-top—don't look at me like that. Medium one-topping pizza, $5.99, Okay. Go online with promo code 599pizza at paisanospizza.com. That's 599pizza at paisanospizza.com. We don't need no damn jingle. Just go get the pizza.
0: i did all that right for nothing.
1: Coming up on the Santana Moss Show. We're going to talk about everything on this show, but soon we'll be mossed up live. Ooh, mossed up. Gruden's out, Callahan's in, but who's lurking in the weeds? Redskins-Dolphins this week, someone has to win, right? Someone's got to lose again, but could it be a tie? Plus, we'll give you predictions for Week 6, sure to go wrong. And for taking L's, here's a hint. Baseball has been betty-betty good to me. And the Santana Mall Show starts now. It's yeah. the Santana
0: Mall Show. for my field of Number 89. Hustle all the time. Travis
1: on
0: the right.
1: Every single week is a lyrical belt. What? I'm what? Ready go. What? What? Santana Moss Show. We're just two dope boys in a Cadillac. In a Cadillac. Travis Thomas, Santana, Santana, Santana Moss. Moss. How you doing, papi? I'm good, brother. I am operating on zero sleep, covering this baseball team here in the Washington area. Oh, you, you, you like lit right now. Man, listen. Last time you probably felt like this is when the Capitals Caps won. won. You know what's crazy, bro? Honestly, and we talked about this during the Caps run. It's so cliche in sports to say a team is a team of destiny, right? When I hear that, my eyes roll every time. But covering the Caps on their run and now covering the Nationals on their run, it literally does feel that way when you get over humps that you never were able to get over, right? They never won a playoff series. They never beat the Dodgers, blah, 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 with the Caps. Could never get past the playoff series. They could never beat the Penguins. And then they do it. Yeah. And you stop and you're like, oh, snap. Like, this could be the year. And in the Caps case, it was. We'll see with the Nats. So explain to me,
0: you know, I don't pay attention to baseball, but I root those guys on. Where are they at right now? When it comes, they so. will
1: be playing the St. Louis Cardinals in the NLCS for the right to go to the World Series. Now, the Cardinals are one of those teams, Otana, They, they always win. When they make the playoffs, they are a problem every time. It's almost football's equivalent of the Ravens. They either— Don't make the playoffs and have a kind of mediocre season. They're never awful. Yeah. But when they get in, no one ever wants to play the Ravens. Wants to be reckoned with. That's like the Cardinals. That's most like football. And I'm sure I'll get comments and people say you're an idiot. They're not – But in my opinion, the Cardinals are the football equivalent of the Ravens. When they get in the playoffs, everyone says, oh, snap. That's a good way to put it because I
0: remember when they had the Big Mac, you know, back in
1: those days. I I was a big
0: fan in college, and that's the only reason why I was a fan because he was a home run hitter, and I wanted to see the ball go out the park. Yeah, no doubt. They was a force to be reckoned with then, and most of the time when they get this far, they was
1: going to the Big Dan. So, you know, I feel you on that. Okay, you say force to be reckoned with, home run hitter. We have one ourselves. For the live show Saturday in Matchbox in One Loudon. Tana, can you please Sing let me Nori. So, Norris Moss I'm will be bro. live in the building, Matchbox, One Loudon, Saturday, one to three. Tana, I cannot wait. I just said last week on the podcast how I met your, your younger brother, <laughs> Lloyd. <laughs> and, Lloyd, I know you watch the podcast. Maybe you didn't take offense. I don't know. He, I know he didn't. Because I just, he, I wanna apologize. I hugged you real creepy-like. <laughs> like, generally, when you meet someone and you hug them, that's a little aggressive. But <laughs> even if you can get away with that, you're supposed to hug, one second, to Mississippi release. I uh, I held on Yeah. for an uncomfortable amount of time. I embraced Lloyd, is what happened.
0: See, one of the things about us, though, man, you know, the Moss men, we understand love. And we give so much. You yep. know, how you see me, Ro, that's how my brothers are. You know, they was— Products of me, you know what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, and it's crazy because when you were just chatting about yeah. getting a chance to speak with Nori this weekend, I got questions for Nori. Uh-oh. You know, uh, I'll just share with you briefly and I'm going to share with the audience because you will never know that me and my brothers are very close. I was the elder in the house and I wanted them to be me or better, yep. you know? And I, trust me, I had my days with Nori when he, we was young. <laughs> He's probably going to share because I'm going to ask him these questions. Can't wait. But as close as we are, I will pick up the phone and call my homeboys before I call my brother. Right. My brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're going to get a chance to go through all that and, and I have a good long talk. So I'm, I'm looking forward to I it. I just
1: can't wait to embrace the moss. I'm going to be mossed up and dripped out. <laughs> know what I'm talking about. Hey, Nori, man, I just want to tell you, though, on the poster for the promotion for this show, you do look like Councilman Tate from Power. I just want to say that, Nori. I love you though. You know, Nori out there in Hollywood doing his acting thing anyway. Wow, oh, no. so. I'm gonna ask him about that too. Oh, no. All right, so ah, it's a new day. I rebuke you for the Redskins. We never celebrate anyone losing their job here on the Santana Moss Show podcast. However, we both felt as though it was long overdue for Jay Gruden to be relieved of his duties. He was. He's out, Callahan's in. Let's go back. You and I texted when it went down, but I haven't had a chance to ask you on air your thoughts when the news broke. Early as hell. I actually knew the night before, I'm sure you probably did, when the damn, remember when the when you the saw the motorcade? Little, yeah, when you saw the motorcade so, go out. I'm yeah. not going to say it was who like, said what, but, but yeah, I was told. The writing
0: was on the wall.
1: I was told it's going to happen tonight. They'll announce in the morning, which they
0: did. You know, honestly, I didn't have no feelings about it. And, you know, when you wake up and see something like that, you almost like, dang, you know, they really couldn't wait. Cause I knew it was he wasn't coming back next year, so I just didn't right. know if it was gonna be something that they did earlier in the season or or just wait to the end of the season. But I think the way things kinda went down here, I mean, you at least win a game this far. You know, five games in, at least two games. You know, we was talking about coming into the Patriots two and game. Three. These guys could be at least at five hundred yeah. and then, you know, maybe they two and three after mm-hmm. the Patriots week. But you're on five. So and then not even just being on five to Jay Groom's defense, you know the stuff that's been going on with the team as far as the injuries. Right. Forget injuries, the key players that's just been missing games. When you have another season with Jordan Reed, can't suit up for you. I mean, and he had such a great offseason, and we had high hopes and aspirations, you know, just for what he was going to display, you know, knowing that he was back to full health, and then he gets a concussion. Mm, mm, mm. He just dealt with so much, man, as a head coach. And, you know, you look at the situation, you say half of it's him and half of it's just – You know, per bad luck, because at the end of the day, as a head coach, regardless of what you go through, you have to get those men that you have available, have to get them prepared and have them ready. And half of the time, these guys just didn't look prepared. Now, I'm not sitting here going to say that that's your fault, but you're the head coach. And it's no way in heck I can sit there and watch football week after week after week, and I'm seeing a kid that we drafted late in the fifth or sixth round in Hokum, that just look like he's lost in pass coverage, you know, covering guys out of the backfield, and he's giving up easy touchdowns. I understand Jay Gruden don't coach the defense, but you're the boss of the guy who coached the defense. Somebody got to get this guy right. And besides that, with the guys that we just let go, you know, you a Mason Foster, we have uh, Zach Brown. You know, Preston, we kind of knew that he just didn't live up to potential here. But those two linebackers alone Mm -hmm. are – linebackers that play well here. Mm-hmm. The only thing you can knock, you know, about Mason Foster is that, yeah, they said he couldn't cover, but he covered better than what we're seeing now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Zach Brown is out there has been, you know, unbelievable over there with the Eagles. Sure is. So it's just one of those things, man, when you see so many guys leave here and be successful, you wonder, like, what were you doing with this guy when he was here on your tutelage? So it's unfortunate, you know. And like I said before, you can't really just put all the blame on Jake Gruden, but it had to be a change
1: because you, mm-hmm. you needed a different – vibe around her. I mean just the feelings was just bad you know I've been dying to ask you about Chris Thompson and here's why so you know I do a post-game show after yours mm-hmm. on NBC Sports Washington and I sit with Daquell Jackson who played in the league forever and Daquell was he was making all kinds of sound effects when we aired <laughs> the Chris Thompson crying because Jay Gruden you know was he knew Jay Gruden would be fired at that point he wasn't fired yet but he knew it was coming Chris Thompson was very emotional. And DeQuell was sitting there, and I'm watching it with him. He's like, oh, ah, I'm like, this sound effect. I have to ask him, you know, on camera. So I did. And he said, I played for several coaches throughout high school, college, and pros that affected my life in a positive. Loved them. But at the end of the day, that's them. This is me. I mean, I'm not going to be that emotional for a coach. I want to ask you, when you saw Chris Thompson's response to losing that game to New England and kind of knowing the inevitable was coming, what did you make of the emotion? You know what? I'm going to chime in on how
0: the quail felt because I was pissed when Shanahan left. I was also pissed when Gibbs left because I'm like, damn, like, you know, I want to build and grow with these guys. Like, both of these coaches meant to me more than they probably ever knew or know. You know, I actually feel like we can win with these two guys. And – with Zorn, too. I mean, I wasn't pissed when Zorn left because I understand, to me, I just felt like he wasn't qualified for head coach. I loved Zorn in his time here. You know, I know a lot of other guys have mixed views about him. I liked him because he tried to get me the ball, you know, and that's one of the things. That's a, that's one way we can win because I was going to give you my all. So I, I appreciated him for that. But that was the offensive coordinator in him, and I feel like he deserved that job in the first place. Right. But with the Shanahan's, when they left, I was pissed because this guy made me believe that, What he wanted to do with me and the team as a whole, we can win. We can be successful. And I saw it. Saw it 2012. Even 2010 when he first came in, probably wasn't the best season of ours, but I saw it. I saw the potential of the offense. I saw how everybody was involved. You know, I saw how the defense, he kept saying, we can get this defense to hit on all cylinders, we're going to take off. Mm -hmm. And then 2012, we did that. And I think the only thing that held us back is RG3 getting hurt. Yeah. And then the next year, the whole drama with RG3. And you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the only thing that stopped the Shanahan's from being successful is RG3 because once they implemented that style of offense with him, right, kid, all you got to do is take off with it. This is for you to be successful, beyond successful in this league. And I think with the success he had, he also had a little bit of, you know, bad luck with the injury, and it made him kind of like, uh, should I really, uh, you know – I'm hearing all this stuff about how the quarterback position has played on this level. Yeah. So should I do that more? No, do what's best for you. And me and R.G. had a lot of talks, and it probably never was about what he should do or what he shouldn't do, but I will always tell him, and he can say this, he can attest to this, I will always say is just whatever happens, whatever allows you to be you, take it. You know. And I remember it was the year that I probably wasn't playing as much. That's why I was so pissed in that game I got kicked out of up in, uh, in the Meadowlands right. at MetLife. I was pissed off because he was being the RG3 that I wanted him to be. He took off and ran with it. I didn't feel like he listened to Tanner. No, but that's you. When you. you when you have that opening, take off and, you know, put the defense on their heels. You right. want the defense to always second guess themselves and say, we're not sure if he's going to throw it because you can throw. We know you can throw. But just run some time when you have the, you know, the opportunity. And I think he was trying to shy away from it to be more of you a pass passer. Yeah. You can't listen to what these people out here telling you that you are. You came this far because you who you are. Yep. And so that's the only reason why I got pissed with that situation. So I understand the quail for feeling the way he felt about that. But I was pissed, but I can't express my emotions like the next man because we all are different people. Sure. I think. Well, Chris, Chris credits Gruden. CT has always said from day one, he's a very emotional guy. Sure. And two, I understand his feelings, you know. I think being put on the spot right there, it was just one of those things that it came out that way. was raw. But he felt a certain way because he felt like Gruden gave him an opportunity to really excel in this league. And I don't think that opportunity was given from other coaches. So he felt like, hey, I really became the guy who I thought I could be under his tutelage. And it's going to be a
1: sad day if he leaves. Yeah, I don't blame him really for getting Carl Thomas emotional because a new coach could come in. Forget the Callahan stuff. A new coach could come in and say, oh, we don't like Chris Thompson. And and that's a wrap. Right. And, that's, I, and
0: I think that's some of the things that players think about. Like, sure. That happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> I mean, I didn't lose no job. It did. It, the job was taken. You know right. what I'm saying? So, you know, and I think about it all the time. But, you know, one of the things I always say that that man up there, he don't make no mistakes. So, right. hey, I'm cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But. I really felt like, damn, see what happens when someone has implemented something that you can really succeed in, and then you change the helm, and then boom, this guy's like, oh, screw what he's doing. This is what I'm going to do, and matter of fact, I don't even
1: need to see you guys compete. I'm going to put this guy here. I do think it shows the strength of your character, how non-petty you are, though, because I think if I were you in your position and Gruden got let go, I'd be like, see? Yeah. You should have never treated me the way you did." but you don't feel
0: that way. I don't feel that way because at the end of the day, one thing I learned in life— I can't go nowhere trying to worry or think about somebody else's downfall or upbringings. You know, look, I'm trying to get my own. True. So, you know, I feel bad for anybody that can't get it. You know what I mean? I always want everybody to succeed. And I want Gruden to win because I'm trying to see something stable here. Yeah. As an organization, you know, this is a team that has won me over. Yep. You know, I played for two teams in this league, and the Redskins have been my home. That's his home forever. I'm not going anywhere. And – I respect the Jets. I appreciate the Jets. I respect all the fans that appreciated my four years there. But Washington has showed me something like no other. So I want to see someone come in here and be successful. Mm -hmm. And when he couldn't be successful, it hurts you. It hurts me. You know what I mean? So I don't want to see a guy have to get fired or cut because I don't ever want to be in those shoes. I don't want that feeling for him or his family. But, you know, when those years kind of add up the way they have been adding up, it's only right
1: for us to look forward to change. Yeah, you know what i Of course. I mean, the numbers don't lie, right? What do you make of the Mike Tomlin rumors? Do you buy that? I make nothing of it. I mean, honestly, Pittsburgh
0: would be a fool to even let him have to even talk it when he's available. Anybody. Yeah, right? available or even just, you know, listen to that kind of chatter. I think he's a great coach. And one of the things about different organizations, you wonder why they don't have that many coaches. You know, I think Pittsburgh only known for what, three or four coaches? Probably three. Yeah. I don't think I know any other coaches that coach. Oh, you're right. You you Noel, know, know I mean I mean Cowher, Tomlin, right? Tomlin. So, yeah. you know, they're successful for a reason. And they're good in the front office area when it comes mm-hmm. to developing their players mm-hmm. and picking the right guy for the job. So that's what I want to see the Redskins be about in the future. I want to see these guys, you know, really get strong in the front office area where they can really go out there and get the right kind of guys here and get the right guy for the job. Mm -hmm. We can't keep, remember, we talked about this. You know, you can't patch it. You know, you have to get somebody in here that's going to, you know, reboot it, everything, you know. And I think they're moving in that direction. This year they're not. We understand that. But, you know, being able to let Jay Gruden move on, you know, now it's time to see some big change.
1: This week the Skins are in South Beach, whereas a young lad, Santana Moss, playing football out in his (laughs) front yard, said, look. There goes Dan Marino and the Dolphins driving by. I'm going to be that guy one day, and I'll be damned if Tana wasn't that guy. Who do you got this week? How do you see that breaking down? (sighs) (laughs) I love when he does that because I know the answer. I know him so well. When Tana does this, (sighs) I can translate that. I speak Santana. Only only because we're on this thing, and I
0: really uh, (laughs) am appreciative of being 500 in the last two weeks, I've, yeah. I've been. In you, I have. So at,
1: last week, for the record,
0: I was eight and six last week. When it comes week. to picking games, you was nine and five. Dana
1: I was eight and six. I was nine and five last and week. I, so we're I'm both not, above water. I'm
0: not worried about beating you. There's no competition no, between us two. I'm just want to be 500. If you have a chance to beat anybody, <laughs> it better be the <laughs> Dolphins. Facts. It better be the Dolphins. Facts. So uh, you know, I, I don't want to pick the favorites because they are the favorites. They are. But I'm going ride with him this week. I think just having the new energy in the building.
1: You Cal- like Callahan?
0: Callahan is making them play attention to detail. You like Callahan? I've already been hearing about it. I have never really, you know, I met him, played against him, never been there in the building with him. So I don't know what he's like as a coach. But just to hear some of the whispers I've been hearing, he's changing a lot of things, making them play close attention to detail, okay. making sure they go back over the fundamental parts of the game. And when it comes to situational points
1: mm-hmm.
0: offensively and defensively he making them pay close attention to that that gives you a chance to win mm-hmm. and not only just that he's also conditioning these guys after practice yeah yeah. something that I believe in I've done it all throughout my career when I got in the league it kind of you know the different coaches did it differently and I always felt that it was it was key mm-hmm. to my success it mm-hmm. was key to the team's success because you need to be able to push through some of the stuff you go through in games it's been games I want to check out Mm. But mentally and just the the heart I have in me, I wouldn't check out because I didn't want to be that guy on the sideline when we make a play or when we didn't make a play. I wanted to be a part of it. Now every guy's not like that. Mm-hmm. So when those defense, when our defense is out there and going through those eleven play drives, if you're not conditioned mentally and physically, somebody's gonna check out. Yeah, it's no wonder why guys scoring. They're not scoring because they just ran a great, awesome play. No, they are scoring right. because that guy just said, "I'm gonna give in." And I'm going to miss out on my assignment and put all these other guys at risk. And you all in five. So, you know, I, I love what I'm hearing because you yeah. need to. And I also like that he brought in some refs to, to really, you know, police the practice because you need these guys. Because right now, that's some of, you know, our worst moments right now in these games uh. of trying to be in the game is getting penalties, you know. So, I like what I'm hearing so far. So, they have to beat the
1: Dolphins. I take them nowhere. All right, Atlanta, Santana alluded Two eight and six last week. I went nine and five. Let's go through these picks, Let's shall do it. we? Let's, do it. Let's go to London, bloke. Carolina against Tampa Bay. Who you with? Let's say McCaffrey. Ooh, I like it. I'm with you on that. I'm taking Carolina. Seattle at Cleveland. Kind of feels like Cleveland's must win, right? Yeah, but a must too
0: late. <laughs> Seattle gonna win that thing. You know, Seattle's one of those teams that play. On that field turf, and they play, like, in that 12-man area where they just so darn good. Yep. But the way Russell has been playing, man, this guy's been playing, like, you know, he's putting up numbers now. Yes. He he's still young in his career. Yep. Hall of Famer. Who's so, he
1: play like? He reminds me of Steve Young a little bit. I know he's not a lefty, but. You can say Steve Young. Feels like Steve Young. I just say he's a
0: baller, though, man. Yeah. He's a guy You think like, he's a, he's one of one. Yeah, No kidding You don't, don't make him like him Because he just does everything right And you're like man You can't be that squeaky clean Yeah <laughs> You know you can't be that squeaky Everything he says out of his mouth I believe I'm sitting there like Like I'm damn near getting hypnotized When Russell speaks So if you that squeaky clean You made me a believer brother So, But I love your game So And guess what Shanahan wanted him I would, oh. I, would, I would never forget that Shanahan wanted Russell man Oh that mercy. Look at the luck we have over here. Dog, you with Russ? Tana. I'm not even I'm not even concerned about me with Russ. I'm just talking about for our franchise. <laughs> what he's what he's been for Seattle since he's been in this league. So
1: that's who he wanted. Yeah, that's what he wanted, man. Hey, do you get pissed off when people blame Shanahan for RG3? When people are like, you should have protected him from himself. You got to feel some type of way when you hear that because you're a Shanahan
0: guy. I do. I get out of it. You have to. Because it ain't got nothing to do with me. So I'm going to get
1: out of it now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking Cleveland in that game for all that being said. Even though we just straight up went Russell Wilson on that segment, I'm going Cleveland in that game. I think they have to win that. Or their season's over. It's over. Uh, Houston at KC (laughs) says it's over. Houston at KC. Now, this is a must win for KC because they shouldn't have lost last
0: week. So – it's X. not a must win, but I'm saying it's one of those. They that. It. It's one of those games where you say, you know what, Watson. I understand you coming in this thing on fire, and you could bring whoever you want to bring, but we
1: win in this game, and we at home. So, KC. Yeah, I'm gonna go KC. Uh, I kind of feel like Houston might cover that. That could be a close game, but KC will win. We talked about skins. You're taking skins. For the record, I'm taking a tie. I don't <laughs> think either team will win. Okay, put me down for a tie there. Eagles at Vikings.
0: As much as I want the Eagles to lose, because I care less about any team in the <laughs> East over here, I think that they're just you know they're gonna play Kirk Cousins hard. They know Kirk Cousins. They know you know
1: where he's from. He's played them a lot, and I think the Eagles are gonna go up there and dominate them. All right, we disagree. I'll take the Vikings at home. I still believe Kirk wins all these games that don't matter. That game matters. I don't know. They're both three and two. They'll be fine. I think Minnesota wins that game at home, and then people will believe in the Vikings again. That's a kiss of death. Saints at Jags. This is a tricky one That's tricky. You like Minshew. I like Minshew, but I also
0: like Teddy. Teddy is from my hometown, and he's been playing well. Uh, and I just think the Saints are a better team yeah, as a whole, but I think what Minshew has brought to the Jags, at, yep. he's brought them hope. He's brought them something that they can hold on to until they're starting get back. And, yep. and who knows? He might just be the guy for the rest of the season, but yep. I'm going to go with Teddy. Teddy. Mm. Teddy
1: don't make me feel bad, man. Come on, bring it home, Teddy. Teddy B. Turn off the lights. I'm going Jacksonville at home. I think Jacksonville gets it done. Cincy at Baltimore. Baltimore, right? Come on. Should Good I stuff. say? Let's not waste any more time. Niners at Rams. Ooh. <laughs> that might be the game of the week. This should have been a, a Sunday night game. Should have been. Must win for the Rams, right? Must you got to win, gotta win for that.
0: the Rams. Going Rams. Niners playing well. Going Rams. I can see right now, Cal looking across the field at Sean, and Sean mm. looking across the field at Cal. Sean ain't going to pay attention, but Cal going to put that brim down a little oh, bit and look over there at nook him. if you buck. Cal coming into the stadium on his Carter, knowing that he named his son Carter after Sean Carter. Uh. You going with the Rams, I'm going with San Fran. Okay. I just want to be that guy. All right, fair I want to be that guy. He wants to be that I'm guy. I'm going to ride with Cal this time. And Sean knows he's my boy, but. I feel Kyle right now. Them boys are they—they they hunting out there.
1: ATL, shouty, in Arizona, taking on the Cardinals. Oh, they like. should—they should be able to beat Arizona. Come on, you come would on, think, man. right? Damn, that coach Dang. is next. Dan Quinn's next. He's not a bad coach. What's going on? He's gonna
0: get whacked from that Super Bowl to now. It's just like, wow, what could have yeah. been? You know? No, you're right. Tennessee at Denver. Who you like? Mm. Just,
1: Denver might get. I that. just
0: said this boy couldn't beat nobody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Denver's been in every game, bro. Every man, game, they found a way to lose. Yes, could they beat Tennessee? They won last in week. Denver? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Denver, man. Ah, uh, yeah, me. This too. is one of them weeks, man. When
1: if I'm not 500, it's because some of these games are really tricky. Yeah, one of our producers, Maddie, who's a huge Bills fan, reminded me that I picked the Titans. Bills Mafia. Week. So I'm not gonna do it this week. I'm, I'm going down with Denver. Maddie and the Bills too. No doubt. Dallas at the Jets. Santana Moss is not walking through that door. Jets. I might walk through one day. If you say hi. <laughs> How you doing? Good luck, guys. I'm out. <laughs> Going back to Loudon. Oh man. Who you like? Dallas, oh, right? Dallas, Come on. I didn't, I'm not even gonna say. I like Dallas, but I think New York could cover that because Darnold's back. I thought he was back last week. Also, who gets mono? Like, what is this high school? Come on, bro. Pittsburgh at the Chargers. Chargers. Right? Chargers. Same. I do like Pittsburgh to cover, though, even though I think they're playing with, like, a ninth-string quarterback at this point. Detroit at Green Bay for the Monday night. Green By Bay. the way, if you're going Green Bay, if you've been betting on Detroit every Sunday, like, you're covering every week. They cover every single game. It's unbelievable. What is that? That spreads four points. They won't cover this week. I'm going Green Bay also. My dumbass picked against uh, Green Bay last week. I had the Cowboys. You and me both. Oh, that's right. You damn sure did. You and me both. I just felt like the Green Bay couldn't stop the run, and they just did a 360. They ran the ball well and stopped the run, so they fooled me. Rob, I guess for our records here, I'll go Redskins to win, even though I picked a tie. I'll bet the tie at the sports book. But I'll take the Redskins to win that game. I think they get their first win. And who cares that it's against the Dolphins? A win is a win, right? Let's go to taking L's. Tana, this week for taking L's, I have some props. Huh? Boy, you like one of them little Fisher-Price toys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you took the L, son. My first baseball team. You like beat your ass, brother. <laughs> i like, low beat your ass, except with Nat's <laughs> helmet instead of a red skin. I'm giving the taking L's to Clayton Kershaw of the Dodgers. Oh, man. And every Atlanta Braves fan ever. Both of y'all took L's in the playoffs. Clayton Kershaw, you come up small every single time. Thank you. And Atlanta Braves, I mean, at one point this season, I'm not going to lie, I thought y'all were the bee's knees. I thought y'all were going to win the World Series. Wrong. Wrong. You had a home game five clincher. And it was over before the first inning. Both y'all get L's. Oh, have mercy. And the Nats live on. what you say, Fisher Price? My first baseball team. The Nats live on, They're going to have you in a damn state. Uh, bobblehead. <laughs> You think you like a damn
0: bobblehead
1: <laughs> <laughs> We'll end it like that Santana Moss Show Podcast It's a wrap I'm a bobblehead Riz out <laughs> <laughs> It's a Santana Moss
0: Show For my ball bobble Number 89 Hustle all the time Travis on the right Hot my gun on the left Every single week It's, it's a lyrical